Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding. And today we're going to talk about this article titled Belgian IM, which stands for International Master, Expelled from Chess Tournament After Refusing a Body Scan. I don't know. Let's see what happens here. I'm going to be reading this article, just saying what I think. And yeah, it's about to be exciting. Let's get to it. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so this is a pretty weird article. When I seen this, I was like, I have to put this on a podcast. And just to give you a reminder, the article is called Belgian I Am Expelled from Chess Tournament After Refusing Body Scan. Let's read into it right quick. I Am Stefan Dox was expelled from the Benidorm Open in Spain after refusing a metal detector body scan. The chief arbiter of the tournament preparing a report for the FIDE Fair Play Commission. Dox, a 40... 48-year-old international master for Belgium and a three-time member of the Belgium Olympic squad was playing in a Benidorm chess open uh, A, like the A-class section, Sopra 2000 tournament. It was a nine-round Swiss held December 3rd to 12th, 2022 in Benidorm, a tourist coastal town about 100 kilometers south of Valencia, Spain. During the eighth round, Docs refused to be scanned with a metal detector. The chief arbiter, Raymond Garcia, warned him twice that he would be expelled from the tournament if he continued to refuse, a measure that follows FIDE regulations. When Docs still did not allow the check, he was disqualified and not paired for the ninth and final round. That's crazy. So he played until round seven. And then he didn't want to get scanned anymore. I wonder what is his reason of not wanting to be scanned after the seventh round. Why not the first round or like the third round? Why it has to be the seventh round? So that's what's weird about this story here. And yeah, this was at a FIDE tournament, not in the U.S., but... I don't know. Let's see. Let's read some more about this. Besides random body scans, the anti-cheating measures in the Benidorm Open um, included a review of the games, the compulsory uh, use of a coat check when entering the playing hall and special attention from the arbiters for for players who were spending a relatively long time away from the board. Docs did not have a coat check as he was never wearing one. Okay, it's getting weird in Spain. (laughs) Arbiter Garcia is preparing a report for the FIDE Fair Play Commission, which suggests the player is suspected of cheating. Like, what else would you suspect if a guy didn't want to do a body scan after the seventh round? Man, this whole cheating thing is out of order. There has to be some specific rules on this or man, it's just going to get worse 
as the years go go on, as technology gets better, man, it's gonna be like no way to catch the ch- catch these cheaters, and hopefully this doesn't ruin the game of chess um, over the board. I mean, even online, people have to record themselves playing uh, on the chess. I mean, so even online, people have to record themselves in front of the computer and like making sure that they only have one web browser on the screen and they got a screen capture. Um, They have to screen capture their computer, too. So this is pretty interesting that this is all happening all at once in one year. Nonetheless, rumors about docs have been floating around the Dutch and Belgian chess scene for about a decade. Gosh, man, a decade? And nobody had nobody did anything about it? As early as 2012, a Belgian club reported him for allegedly cheating. On one Dutch IM comment on chess.com regarding the Benidorm incident. Obviously, everyone knew this for 10 years already. Dang. <laughs> Dang, tell me how you really feel. That's crazy. Um, okay, yada, yada, yada. We got another person saying he was like a normal 2200, 2300 player 10 years ago. And then nine years ago, there were some suspicious cases. He suddenly defeated some strong grandmasters. Dang. Why do you say suddenly like that? We, we got some more comments. Um, I became an FM when I was 17, when my rating got over 2300 and never went under. Docs pointed out in an email. Also, I scored several more IM norm performances in recent years, including at this year's Olympiad in China, uh, China, which has strict anti-cheating measures. And I guess this is directly from the guy that didn't want to do a body scan on the, on the seventh round. It is also inaccurate to state that Docs started to beat strong grandmasters a decade ago. He has done that throughout his whole career. For instance, Gian Fraser on Nigel Bohr in 1993. I mean, he is 48, so of course he had experience beating grandmasters if he's been competitive, competitive for a very long time. Um... I found some system. There is no coincidence, claims Kogan. But he was tricking Reagan for many years. He was wise cheating. I think he used an engine only sometimes. Ooh, that's a really bad accusation to put on somebody. Because there's really nothing. I don't, man. So I was thinking about this. Uh, So if you're a grandmaster, if you're a really good player, you... And I know Hakara Nakamura Gotham Chess was talking about this. All you need to know is that you're winning in a position and you can search for the move and be good. That's all you need to know. So if somebody was giving a player just that amount of information that you're winning in this position. Yeah, you're you're done, especially if somebody was giving that information, information to like Magnus Carlsen or somebody and. I was just thinking it's really scary when a grandmaster is suspicious of cheating than like a regular player that's under 2000 rating or something, because I think a grandmaster can get away with it a lot more than an average player, because you can see an average player of 1500 playing like a 2900. You're like, come on, you didn't see that move. Stop it. (laughs) 
but yeah, this is scary. Um, but is there proof though? I don't. I think this is all alleged. This isn't proof of him cheating. I think this is just everybody's opinions on him. Added to the suspicion is the fact that Doc seems to have had his phone with him during games, not being shut off multiple times during his career. The 59-year-old Belgian GM, Luck Wanats, listed three games where Doc's lost by default because his phone made sounds. All right. So he was very addicted to his phone. And being addicted to your phone in your 50s is kind of... Is that even a thing? Like... I thought in your if you're in your 50s and you're addicted to your phone, like you're living as a young man because didn't didn't they have the corduroys or the what's what's the phone that that's on the wall where you have to like twist or <laughs> is that too old or was that back? Wasn't that just like 50 years ago where they have to like twist a little thing on on the phone and and then after they twist it a little bit and they they picked up the phone. You have to remember everybody's phone numbers, etc. I, I mean, come on. I was born in 1998. Sue me. All right. <laughs> Some members of the private Facebook group have drawn their conclusions, but none of the above is evidence that Docs had computer assistance during games. His refusal, his refusal to comply with the body scan in Benidorm was enough to expel him. But neither the tournament arbiter nor the organizer have provided an official statement as to why they have suspicious of cheating. Their report for the FIDE Fair Play Commission might shed a light Although it's unclear whether it will be publicly available. Man, hopefully they didn't get the wrong guy. That's the only thing about this stuff. It's really hard to prove if somebody is cheating or not, especially if they're super discreet. Arbiter Garcia is not sure whether FIDE will be looking into the case because a disagreement between the Spanish Chess Federation and the Valencian Regional Federation prevents the Benidorm tournament from being valid for FIDE ELO calculations. The organizers are still trying to resolve matters and make their tournament FIDE rated um, after all. Yuri Garrett, chairperson of the FIDE Fair Play Commission, told Chess.com that they sometimes look at unrated tournaments as well. There are other reasons why the commission may or may not take a case based on the individual circumstances of the case at hand. All right. That was the end of the article. This is, hey, it's rampant. The more people that joins the game, the more we're going to have suspicious cheaters. And definitely since the whole Hans Neiman ordeal, I won't be surprised if I see 10 more articles like this next year. And I will be reading them on the podcast. So, hey, I'm glad that you was here for this episode. Let's move on to the conclusion. So if you made it this far, have you followed yet? Have you fought? I know I'm just like in your face right now, but have you followed yet? 
I've been telling you to follow for a couple years now, and I think that is just really disrespectful, honestly. And I think that I need to just get your manager so that we could talk about how you've been treating me lately. <laughs> nah, but I, I need you to follow so that you can stay notified on each episode that I put out. I don't want you being like, oh, snap, I didn't know that H1 posted today. And then you're like behind 15 episodes that you're not going to watch or listen to. So, hey, treat me well. If you support the podcast, hey, you know what I mean? It's just one little click and one little like click too, and one little follow click on my Instagram and one little subscribe click on my YouTube. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you for listening. See you next time. And guess what? Every time you listen to listening to an episode, you're at the right place because this place is where you get chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding.